0: I got a news flash for you. Business owners who think that they can do it all themselves can't. And they ultimately lose this game. When I first opened my original gym in 2011, I had this mindset. I did it all. The coaching, the marketing, the admin. And I even tried to save money by handling my own bookkeeping and using TurboTax for my end of the year tax return. Holy shit was that a mistake. All those other hats in the business that I was wearing, I could keep wearing them because they were either low skill roles or I was naturally good at them. But Google searching my way through IRS tax code loopholes and trying to make sense of QuickBooks and fumbling my way through the prompts or you know, whatever cheap tax prep software I paid for cost me over $10,000 my first year in business. That's how much money I left on the table for the IRS to take because I didn't know what I was doing. The business owners who realize they need to stay in their lane and outsource their bookkeeping and taxes ultimately put themselves in the best position to win this game. I had learned the hard way, but luckily for you, there's an incredible firm to make this easy, the Fit CFO. They offer a completely done-for-you service that includes everything from bookkeeping, tax prep, strategy and filing, payroll management, all the way to their CFO service where they literally work with your business to increase cash flow through the profit-first model and establish KPIs to help you achieve your desired level of success. And what I love about the Fit CFO is that they also offer financial planning so you can start saving and planning for your future retirement from the fitness industry. I personally rely on the Fit CFO to ensure that my financial future isn't left to my own devices and the wayward advice of some random YouTube personality. And listen, I'm sure that accountant your mom recommended is doing a great job for you. But if you've ever felt that they lacked fitness industry experience and you want to test the waters with a firm that only works with fitness entrepreneurs and health and wellness entrepreneurs, you need to check out the Fit CFO's free strategy call, and financial blueprint course. This is free for you to access right now. Head over to fitcfo.com backslash WTF. You can book a call and learn how a firm that literally only deals with people in our industry can save you thousands of dollars from the IRS and help plan your future by giving you the guidance needed to make smart financial decisions. So if you like money and want to have more of it, head on over to fitcfo.com WTF and book a free strategy call and download their financial blueprint course. It's full of incredible resources like pre-built financial projection spreadsheets, business plan templates, and lots of information on like understanding how the profit first model really works and tax saving loopholes. So if you like money and want to have more of it, head on over to fitcfo.com WTF. Don't handicap your business by thinking you're going to handle this role better than seasoned professionals. Partner with a firm like the Fit CFO and witness what real ROI looks like. All right, back to the podcast. What is up, guys? It is Stu, and it is another episode of the What the Fuck Gym Talk podcast. There's this thesis I've been using recently. Uh, I, I It started in the on the gym real estate side of things, and then I've I've been bringing it over into my business consulting because I believe it has probably even more application in the business consulting stuff that I do than maybe even it does on the real estate. So here it is. If it's not a fuck yes, it's a fuck no. And here's where this comes from. I have seen more small business owners either um, negatively impact, delay, or significantly alter their success potential due to the fact that they make decisions that are half-assed. And when I mean half-assed, I mean they make decisions in which they don't spend the time or effort or resources to do their due diligence and really understand what am I saying yes to? You know, What does this entail? What does this look like in 10 years? What are my exits out of this? Or you know, maybe they hire someone that they're, they know is not a good fit for the company, they know is not going to be you know, a good team player, but because they need someone then, they don't want to take a, some short-term pain. You know Maybe the, the gym owner doesn't want to have to get up again in the morning and coach another class, or maybe um, they don't want to have to you know, ask someone else to do some more work or adjust the schedule. They'd rather just hire this person that they know is not a good fit. Maybe it's, you know, um, you had a few, you know, a bad month or two of sales. So you like jump the gun and you hire some, you know, fucking cringy goddamn marketing fuck face guru company. Even though, you know, you're like, oh, this is not what I want to do, but I'm doing it because I feel like I have to. Cause you know, I'm, my back is up against the wall and I've waited until I'm in panic mode to make a decision. And we all know no good decisions get made when you're in panic mode. But if it's not a fuck yes, guys, it's a fuck no. And here's why for the small business owner, it's so much more of a bigger deal than a larger business. Now, one could argue that a smaller business, if they make the wrong decision, they'll be okay. It's not, you know, it's not tragedy. I would argue the other way. I would say that the smaller businesses can't afford to make these, you know, consistently bad decisions because their margins aren't high enough to withstand the cost or you know the, the timelines they're operating off of. If you are a Fortune 500 company and you hire someone at a base salary, well, there's about 20 other people that have your position and 40 other people that had your position previously. And you know, yeah, it takes about 18 to 24 months to get promoted around here, okay. What about your gym? Hmm? You hire someone and they come in and start working for you at $45,000 a year. And they told you one of their big things like, hey, man, I'm looking to get engaged in the next 18 months. And then we want to buy a home within the next two years. You know, I, I really do you believe there's a way for me to make $100,000 here. And let's say you're like, you're a PT first gym or whatever it is. And you're like, yeah, no, there definitely is the timeline you have is so much more fragile than that of a large business because this individual doesn't have 20 other people that have done what they, what he's done for him to be like, okay, I got to do a stay the course and I'll be okay. Right? Like smaller businesses don't have the luxury of making poor decisions like larger ones. So if it's not a fuck yes, then it's a fuck no. Whether it's someone you're hiring whether it's new software for the gym you're going to run, like don't compromise on things because you cannot afford to. Location is, the, is one of the biggest ones. My God, like the amount of gym, like, you know, I'm talking with people who are coming up, their lease is finally ending and we're either looking to put them into a new lease or whatever and another location. And all they do is they complain about how horrible the location this was. And I go, well, what did you think this location was when you leased it? I mean, no, no offense, man, but it's, this isn't a great area. This building looks like it's fucking, you know, it went through a war. He's like, yeah, I know, but at the, I knew it wasn't at the time, but like, I don't know, there just wasn't anything around. I'm like, yeah, you rushed the decision or you didn't look hard enough or you didn't get enough information to make a smarter decision. That's what that means. You went with a, eh, it's okay. And I'm here to tell you, you need to go with fuck yeses only. Now, I do realize there will be some things that are not as clear cut. And when the, the only thing that won't be visible to you that might be still fuzzy is the outcome. Because even when you're fuck yes about a decision, you don't know what the outcome is actually going to be. The outcome is still, you know, still speculation. But, if your belief in something, right, and the intentionality behind it is fuck yes, well then listen, even if it was a bad outcome and the outcome was you know, the antithesis of what you believed, at least you, you know, everything you did moving forward in there will reinforce smart decision making in the future. You had enough information. You did your due diligence. You ran all the plausible scenarios. You talked it over with consultants or mentors or whatever the fuck. And you made a decision based on all the information you had at the time and you were all in on that decision and you will own the results, good, bad or indifferent. Right? You can't, you know, you can't claim all your wins and not also claim your losses. And that's what I like about, you know, if it's, a fuck, if it's not a fuck yes, then it's a fuck no because it forces you to go all in on things. It's like, eh, I don't know if that's going to work. Let's see. And then if it doesn't work, you're like, yeah, see, I told you it wouldn't work. Fine. Like, what a bitch-ass way to run a bit. Like, what a bitch-ass way to even just think about life. Like, go all in on stuff. And I'm not one of these, like, moderation is for cowards kind of guys. But when it comes to the business and making decisions on it, why would you ever make a decision that you weren't one hundred percent in on, especially if it's one that has significant ramifications you know if if it if it's a bad decision right and and again it's a it's one thing to make it it's a bad decision when it completely tricked you I was all in I was fuck yes, I had all the information available to me at the time, and it just didn't work out versus you make a bad decision and you didn't do those things. You weren't fully bought in. That, that is just like, that's the one where you can see that becoming a pattern in so many small business owners. And then they never ever even touch, they, they can't even jump and scrape with their fingers the ceiling of potential that they actually have because they can't even empower their own decision making. It's also very impactful from a psychological standpoint on staff. Uh, It was two years ago. I'm working with a gym in which the owner has me on the calls with his staff. The owner's actually not regularly attending the calls. The owner's, uh, you know, his desire of working with me was for me to be more of like what a corporate consultant would be, would be like, come in, work with this department of my team. I want, here's the outcome I'm looking for. You know, we've got X amount of time to do it. Let's go. So I reported back to the owner but they never really participated in the call. So you can imagine after a few months of working with this team, you start to learn things and you know people's true feelings um about the organization and its leadership, you know, people start making some some comments. And you you really get an inkling as to what, you know, the culture is at that company. And one of the things I realized was very quickly they didn't have any trust in this owner because the owner never wanted to commit to anything, because he, I, my belief is that he didn't want to be the one responsible for the failure. Right? They're like, yeah, I know he wants us to switch up the way we're doing the sales to this, but I, you know, I'll be honest, I don't, I don't know why. Like, you know, he never really gets to like he just kind of seems like we're doing it out of obligation because the other thing wasn't working. But he doesn't really seem to like fully, you know, believe in it or know why we're doing it. Like it just kinda seems like he's going through a list of different plays and hoping to land on one. And then this owner comes to me, he's like, Why doesn't my team trust me? Like, what's wrong with my leadership skills? Like, cause you're being a giant fucking pussy. Like you are scared of letting these people see that you fail. And instead you're still failing, but you're just not now you're just not taking the ownership. I would rather fail in front of my team, in front of my family with something I believed in wholeheartedly than succeed on something that I was like, yeah, I guess it's okay. Let, I mean, let's give it a whirl. Right? And again, not that every decision you make is gonna have this insane amount of you know conviction. But the big one should. Remember, this is this very simple small business. The gym, the micro gym. Very simple. You don't need to have a Nostradamus ball and make some crazy fucking speculative bets, okay? You really don't. This you're not you're not fucking uh, picking stocks. You're not investing in you know uh, thousands of different companies. You're doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. It's not that co- It's simple, not easy. But if you want to make it even harder than it already is. Approach your decisions with this bitch-ass mentality of, I guess, like, well, I mean, I don't really want to, but I don't want to take the short-term pain or the short-term work, right? I just want the reward. Whereas, go with fuck yeah. And if I'm not 100% fuck yeah in, then we're not doing it, right? Because I'm not going to follow through on a strategy I don't like. The amount of people who told me they did a six-week challenge... Or some kind of bullshit marketing guru fuckface campaign for three, six, nine months, and they didn't believe in it at all? Yeah, I knew it was gonna stop working, but like in the meantime, I like getting the extra money in. like yeah, and guess what? it stopped working and guess where you are now, right back where you fucking started because you weren't bought into it. you didn't even take the time to fucking learn what these guys were doing while you paid them so that you could repeat the, the success if possible. Guys, I'm going to drop it there. But listen, going forward, if it's not a fuck yes, it's a fuck no in my opinion. All right, guys. Until I talk to you in the next podcast, have a great fucking day.